0: Right now on VFN TV, did you know the French Parliament is trying to pass a law that you get two years in jail and $36,000 fine if you have a website that discourages a lady from having an abortion? We'll be talking about that. Also, Senator uh, of the Judiciary Rants Chuck Grassley, is saying we need to investigate Planned Parenthood for allegedly selling baby body parts. And we're gonna be looking at two of God's generals that have passed on to be with the Lord, Peter Wagner and Steve Hill, right now on VFN TV.
1: Welcome to VFN TV where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T.
2: Light. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. When Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say. Newsweek,
1: what I want to say. For the Spirit of God says, yes, he may have hot blood, but he will bring the walls of protection on this country
0: in a greater way, and the economy of this country shall change rapidly, says the Lord of hosts.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Masa of SoftBank from Japan, and he's just agreed to invest $50 billion in the United States and 50,000 jobs. President-elect Trump, my friend,
1: congratulations on being elected. President of the United States of America. You are a great friend of Israel, and I'm confident that the two of us, working closely together, will bring the great alliance between our two countries to even greater heights. I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night to congratulate him on winning the election, and I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House. So I have instructed my team and work as hard as we can to make sure that this is a successful transition for the president-elect.
3: I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. When his hand comes off the Bible, when he's sworn in as president, we are hitting the ground running. I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's a movement comprised of Americans from all races, religions, backgrounds and beliefs who want and expect our government to serve the people and serve the people it will. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer.
2: Do you feel optimistic about America right now? 100%. A, a divided America.
1: 100 percent. Why? It, it is the. I mean, this, this is a fantastic country. We've never been anything like it. This system will produce more and more stuff, and better and better stuff.
3: Trump also apparently offered a post to Robert Johnson, the founder of Black Entertainment Television. Johnson declined, saying that as entrepreneur, he didn't want to go into government bureaucracy but also said he never thought Trump is a racist or anti-African-American. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and see if we can find common ground. And uh, I think that's the best interest of African-Americans.
1: And I think the church has got to wake up and realize this, that the culture is being changed by persons who are dedicated to uh, redefining the, uh, uh, the First Amendment freedom of religion as freedom
3: of worship. We've got to understand that the greatest need in America is the next Great Awakening we got to become involved in activism. we got to get off the bench,
0: man. It's just like Psalm 133 says, there's a mighty, mighty anointing when the unity of the Spirit is present. Maybe we need a new vocabulary for speaking to the American people and the body of Christ that is neither
3: left nor right, but uniquely biblical and American. We as a body of Christ have bought into the left-right paradigm, and we automatically
4: lop off half the population when we talk that way. Because it breaks my heart that members of the body of Christ seem to find, in many instances, their primary identity in their race, in their skin color.
1: I think it is one of the tragedies of our nation, one of the shameful tragedies, that 11 o'clock on Sunday morning is one of the most segregated hours, if not the most
2: segregated hours in Christian America.
3: Nobody can fix America but the church. The church is totally silent. About race, we we are ourselves dysfunctional in our ability. We're
1: family, but we're a dysfunctional family because we cannot talk about the elephant in the middle of the room. Right. And until we do, then the people in the street are taking up the conversation. And I think that they are God's judgment on a silent church.
3: Oh. I believe that God is looking to raise up Martin Luther King Juniors with his mantle to heal the racial problem but they're not going to just be black people and because they're Christians they're going to live that they see Christianity as their primary identifier there is an uprising coming there is an uprising coming do not hold your peace from this day forward for the next five months you will hear Peace, peace, but there is no peace. The Lord says the sword of heaven is coming to liberate the ground. Now you got races
1: blaming each other. You got police blaming the people, the people blaming the police. You got parents blaming children, children blaming parents. When are we going to seek his face? When are we going to turn? Jezebel will not leave on her own accord, but I, the Lord, will cause her to fall from her tower of power. Even as of late, you have wondered if anything could unseat her from her evil purposes. Her victims are many. She has come to her final chapter. I, the Lord, will not tolerate her subversive activities any longer. Deliverance has finally come. With your host, Greg.
0: Lancaster. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm Greg Lancaster and joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Well, today's program, think about it. Will we be facing two years in jail and a $36,000 fine for having a website or something online that discourages a lady from having an abortion? Well, that's happening in France. Will it happen here in America? We'll also be talking about five states now even work not only taking the child through abortion, but now they're actually having physician assisted murder or suicide or they'll kill you at a certain age. Five states that can take place right now. And a senator demands the investigation of Planned Parenthood for allegedly selling baby body parts right now in today's program. So make sure you stay tuned. You know, we're always celebrating 12 days of Christmas, 12 days up to Christmas. And we're excited. about right in the middle of that right now. And I think about this. You know, there, there is something more precious than receiving. You find it out as life goes on. It's giving the ability to give. As a matter of fact, let's take a look at this young man right now. He begins to see that in his own life. Take a look
4: good times for a change see the luck i've had could make a good man turn
0: You just knew it, didn't you? Thinking like, he just wants to get Christmas gifts. He was so excited about giving to someone else. I want to encourage you, this Christmas season that you remember, it is more precious to give than receive because this was the season that God gave us his son, Jesus Christ, and that's what we celebrate. What we're going to be talking about when we get back from this break, France's parliament looks like they're trying to pass a law that you get two years in jail and a $36,000 plus dollar fine for having anything on the internet, your Facebook or something that may discourage a lady from actually having an abortion into the life of her child? Is that coming to America? A senator begins to say, listen, we need to go ahead and investigate Planned Parenthood. Remember, if you've been watching VFN TV, we're talking about the investigations that have been taking place and uh, Center for Medical Progress and David Delighted and what he's done. You thought that just went away, but it looks like it's coming right back. The beginning of this administration, David Delighton's investigative work is coming back, and they're declaring we need to investigate the selling of allegedly selling of baby body parts. This is so much more after the break. Come make sure you join us after the break.
3: This
1: is VFM TV. where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com.
0: We'll be right back. You know, a lot of people want to abide with the Lord, but they just don't have a plan to do it. You can request that plan today at IAbide.org. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Daily Radio program. Every single day, we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program, that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day, plus things that you need to know, is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFntv.com. In addition, think about this. It's we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you and we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows store and and get your app and download it the, the app is called vfntv of course you go to vfntv.com and we have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download it's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are we want to be able to encourage you i don't know if you knew about this but also you can sign up for our torch newsletter we have a gift for you for doing that you just go to vfntv.com in the upper right hand corner and fill out that little information, and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is Prudent Preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today, and how to think outside the box. And it's just something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine any time you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, 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 to say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom business partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging, and finally, I want to encourage you. Maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfn.tv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching.
1: Our Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster.
0: Merry, Merry Christmas. This Christmas season, we always love to celebrate yes, Christmas. That is new song, The Best Christmas Ever, if you want to get that album. It's an awesome awesome album. You can find it on the front page of VFNTV.com. Yes, it's amazing when you look at when people turn to government mm-hmm. as God. You know, like when God was leading His people had no problem having you know uh, Samuel as mm-hmm. the voice of the Lord and God would share what he wanted with his people and he would communicate it and all of a sudden people began to look around and go, you know what? I kind of like that communist country over there. I like that socialism, I like the Marxism. And well, obviously that's not what they were doing, but a government where the, the king was in control of things. And so they began to demand a king and God gave them a king, but they weren't even rejecting men because Samuel began to be upset about what was going on and God said to Samuel, "You're not; re- they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. Well there's something, when we turn to government, when we turn to man as God, man tries to figure out the, the solution. Right. And his solution is not good. Never it's not good at all. And I think about China, anybody that talks about that they admire China, I mean China up until recently would have every child aborted or killed that was above one per right. couple. They just now allowed the, the people to begin to have two children. And, you know, that's evil. That's an evil thing to be able to mm-hmm. do. But when all the land in China is owned by the government, you know, most 99.99% of it, and the people are controlled under communist leadership, mm-hmm. then you're looking at that's what happens when you turn it over to the government. They tell you when to, when to eat, when to sit down, and when to, you know, all the different kinds of stuff. We just want
2: your house. We're just going to take your house. Push your and house is, over because we own the
0: land. It's on our property. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you being here for 100 years. We go. And so, and so, we, but when you turn healthcare over to the government, like in France, you know they're really pushing for this. You know, Hillary Clinton was pushing for this. President Obama is pushing for this. He started, you know, the the Obamacare Affordable mm-hmm. Care Act. But when you do that, things happen like what's happening in France right now. They're passed. They're passing a law that says. You know, they're okay with abortion. You have to understand, from a man's perspective who doesn't know God, doesn't have a relationship with God, life has no value. And so they think about, hey, if, if you don't have any children, then it's not going to cost us as much as a mm-hmm. government to be able to, to run this thing. And so then if you accidentally begin to conceive a child, a child's in your room, they're saying, like, you know, if you kill that child, they're okay with it, uh, then we won't have to take care of that child. We want to provide medical care for that and it's, it's aborting the child, and I think about this, I think about that uh, You know, China has done that, but also the law they're talking about passing in France, it gives you two years in prison if you have a website or your Facebook or your social media that says anything that would cause a woman to feel bad that she was gonna end the life of her child. Just voicing your opinion of saying, yeah. we don't agree with that. Right, and they have laws right now, I'm fixing to read an article on that where you know, they, wow. it happens outside. You can't stand in front of an abortion clinic and prevent somebody, make her feel bad for going to have an abortion. But they're saying now they need to control free speech on the internet. And it's like, you know, this, this thing's coming to every country that says we want the government to be God. And, and we talk about it again and again, but America is one nation under God. Our rights mm-hmm. come from God. Government is, be, is being allowed to be in a place for a time leadership to protect our rights that come from God. But the second we start turning to God, a uh, government for health care and all that, that's when, that's when that begins to happen. Yeah. So to read this article, what's taking place? $31,000 fine and two
2: years yeah. in jail. The French National Assembly has approved a plan to outlaw abortion information websites that masquerade as neutral official services with free phone helpline numbers, but promote anti-abortion propaganda and pressure women not to terminate pregnancies. The social government's proposal seeks to criminalize any websites that deliberately mislead, intimidate, or exert psychological or moral pressure on a woman seeking information without terminating a pregnancy with punishment of up to two years in prison and a $31,875 fine.
0: Two years in prison? I've seen some Facebook posts, you know I'm thinking? My goodness, oh, yeah. we gotta, if we got to stand up. Some of these Facebook posts that people are... Yeah, I don't think they're being posted in love and they don't care, mm-hmm. but you can educate someone and even if you're just educating her and letting her know that uh, you're killing this child. That's punishable by law. That's punishable by us, law, yeah. right. And it's not, just, just, right.
2: it's not a hateful thing, it's just educating someone on the fact of, do you really want to kill your child? Yeah. Right? And this is now gonna, it uh, will now need to pass through the French Senate. The issue has sparked a row in recent days with a Catholic archbishop writing to uh, Francois Hollande, the president, warning of a threat to freedom of expression. Military uh, MPs debating the bill heckled each other and complained of vicious insults in committee hearings. France legalized abortion more than 40 years ago and already has a law that makes it a criminal offense to intimidate or pressure a woman in order to stop her terminating a pregnancy. This law was initially aimed at anti-abortion protesters in the 1980s who tried to physically obstruct women from accessing clinics or advice centers and was later extended to anyone exerting moral or psychological pressure on women.
0: I now, mean, you think about it, yeah. so if you look to your daughter and you say, honey, 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 uh, this is a child. You know, you don't you don't need to do this, you know, the government would be backing her up mm-hmm. and saying, let her kill her child. And if the parent was wrong for trying to speak And then the parent truth. goes to jail for two years, right. especially if they posted it on Facebook and mm-hmm. said, no, don't, don't go do it. And we actually had on VFN television, we had VFN TV, a particular lady who broadcasted her abortion, mm-hmm. she broadcasted it, and she's saying, "No big deal, the whole world's for me," and she really believed that. And it was so sad because today she's having to live with that thing that she did, and uh, and just you know letting somebody know, free speech, and that's what they're concerned about. Right. They're talking about, right?
2: Exactly. What else they say? He goes on to say that the government now wants to extend the law further to include websites, claiming that the anti-abortion battle that used to take place outside clinics has now moved online.
0: Welcome to French RISE, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> France is going, going wild.
2: It's amazing, and it uh, continues to say last week, George Pontier, the Archbishop of Marseille and the head of French Bishops Conference, warned Holland that the plans posed a threat to freedom of expression and freedom of conscience, and represented a very serious attack on the principles of democracy. Another archbishop said the government was trying to act as thought, thought p- police. police. I mean, think about that. <laughs> You know, Amazing. in, in Revelation chapter two talks about, you know, when God
0: deals with the church of Thyatira and that, that mindset, he says, then you'll know I'm the God that, that knows your thoughts, judges the mm-hmm. thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And now you have man, men trying to control what you think. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Is that, is that wild or is that crazy? But they're really doing it. And the thing about it is when they're trying to balance their budget and your child or your daughter or your son is going to cost the government, you know, so much to educate, mm-hmm. so much to, to, for medical care, so much for all this different stuff. It's like, you know, why don't you just kill your child? Wait. Because you don't want to kill your child. As Christians, in the world will continue to do that. They were doing that way back when with, you know, ziggurats and, and Moloch mm-hmm. and the different gods that, that, that they were killing their children. But understand, it's not just children. We don't value life, and since 1973, the Supreme Court passed a ruling, Roe Ro- Ro- versus, Ro- versus Ro- Wade, Ro- that said that you can kill your child, but we've been praying, you've been with us, we've been praying, asking God every day, end abortion, sin revival, because we gotta deal with the innocent bloodshed of over what, 60, 70 million children have been aborted? Since 1973. Since 1973, you know, approximately, and it's like, it's not okay to, to end the life of someone, and if somebody says, well, it really should, but look at this, the mother now, that, that said it was okay to end the life of her child, or the, the man who told her to end the life of their child, well, they're gonna get you on the other side, because now they have physician-assisted suicide, basically aborting a senior citizen or a person, because five states now have legalized the killing of someone that's already born. It's California, Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington has legalized physician-assisted suicide. I mean, you'd better not limp in the doctor's office, you might not come out, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine,
2: no, 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 it'll kill me. Okay. Well, I mean, think about it, anytime that we look for government or men's perspective to value a life, right. it's always going to come down to a certain amount of dollars, but you look at it, that's the whole reason why Jesus Christ came, is just like one soul, one human life is worth more than all the money in the world. Right. How can you put a value on your life? You when, can't. When you rule God
0: out, you remember the, the miracle of the loaves and the fishes. They had 5,000 men plus, plus all the mm-hmm. women and children, and they say, well, we the little boy says, I only have five loaves and two fishes. Today's government would say, well, we're going to need to kill everyone down to the amount of food that we have because they don't believe that God exists, that God can multiply the bread and the fish. Yeah. They don't understand that God is the one that gives them breath, gives them life, that causes their heart to beat, that causes the food to come out of the ground, that brings the sun in, that be able to, to cause all of the the uh, photosynthesis and all the things that takes place for growing food and maintains the atmosphere. They're just thinking in their own heads and they're thinking, okay, there's a 5,000 men here and there's five loaves and two fishes and they got the wives and the children here. Well, we can't let the women have any more children (laughs) because we've got five loaves left. And that's what they're thinking. You know, and if they want us to run it and the people decided to turn to Jesus, the son of God, turn to God instead of turn to government. And you know what happened when they did that? That he said, bless the food, begin to pass it out and they begin to pass it out, and it multiplied so much. Everybody had their full, but they had 12 mm. baskets left over. There was more over. left
2: at the end, than the way in yeah. the beginning, it's like.
0: 12 baskets left Church over. God. You see, when you turn to government, they're like counting pennies. Mm-hmm. But when you turn to God, you got pennies from heaven. I mean, God's gonna take care of you. He can multiply the fish, he can multiply the spaghetti.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, he can even multiply, me. Well, look, I'm probably twice as size as I was last week. <laughs> so, I mean, God takes care of you. Yeah. But think about it, when we turn to government, you're saying, okay, I want you to use your finite mind to figure out a finite situation, and they're gonna give you a finite answer, and in that limited answer, you're not gonna be included, your children won't be included, your future won't be included, your retirement won't be included. I mean, they have five states saying they can, a doctor who's supposed to help you can kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's times, I mean, you look at Paul, Paul said there's times we despair spared a life. I mean, if every time you thought, every, if every time a teenager has said, why should I live? If they happen to be in Colorado and they're with the doctors, they're like, okay, we'll take you out now. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, we go through those emotional mm-hmm. times in our life and we're, we're hard pressured and especially as believers in other countries that are going through a lot of persecution, they may feel at the moment that, you know, I want I'm to end this thing, but it's just going through a season of life, the testing of our faith. But if you're in Colorado, Vermont, like, uh, uh, California, Oregon, or Washington, if you stay too long in that state, they're going to tell you, yeah. They say, "You know what? We could either medicate him or her, and that's going to cost us this much, or we could just give them one shot of this and we'll just send them on." Right. That's what they're doing. So if we we're not valuing life in the womb, the baby, and we're not valuing the life of the elders. And you know this this Google stuff, which is amazing, you can Google for knowledge and the knowledge. But there was a day when we didn't have Google. It wasn't too long ago. Mm-hmm. And you had to turn to your elders. And ask them, what did you learn in your life, and what wisdom? And now people are like, I can Google. I don't, I don't need my grandfather. I don't need elders. I don't need wisdom. I can just Google. And the truth is, that's not wisdom. That's knowledge. Big difference. A big, huge difference. And knowledge puffs up because the very th- the thing that you could actually kill, your grandfather or your mother, like in the book. What's the book that Dr. Dobson uh, wrote? That book we have that for you on the on the, Double v- check. the VFN Torch, Fatherhood or Fatherless. 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 And it ends with that very thing. I mean, the fatherless, you gotta read this book. It's so intriguing. It's Dr. Dobson focused on the family. And uh, and, and this particular son is uh, needing money for school.
2: Yeah, it's fatherless. And
0: he um, um, looks at his mother and he takes his mother to what looks like an assisted living facility, but it's not, which is like a place you could stay and live Mm -hmm. and have friends. It's a place where she has to sign a, a document that says you can take my life, you can end my life. And he looks at his mother and he says this he says this the probably the same person that would kill their children now is going to kill their mother because right. they want they want more money for themselves so he looks at his mother and she goes she's trying to confuse you know your children are trying to is kill it? you is this what you, you know, want like, is this like, like <laughs> let me get this i know we've been through some stuff but you want to kill me right now is this what you want to do <laughs> and, and so she looks at her son yeah you love your son you love your daughter and she's dealing with that in and out feeling as we're getting older and she's like, she's kind of blurry about the mm-hmm. whole thing, and he says, just sign here, and this is what he says. He said, Mom, you always wanted me to be an educator, and by doing this, I can get that degree. And this is physician-assisted suicide in mm-hmm. your life, so you, your your whole life, you earn your whole living. Your child's not wanting to get a job and earn a living, and they want to live off of mm-hmm. your, and it's like, you're going to kill your mama. And this is Dr. Dobson, and he predicted that from that book. Fatherless? Yeah. Yep. Fatherless. And you can find that on the VFN Torch. It's, it's a powerful thing, and we can stop it. We believe that we can end abortion. God can end it. We're seeing Absolutely. things happen now. As a matter of fact, we get back from the break. Uh, a congressman, a congressman. Langford. Uh, Langford from Iowa. Immediately, before this whole new thing kicks mm-hmm. in with this new administration, he's already saying we need to investigate Planned Parenthood for allegedly selling the uh, body parts of babies. We're gonna go to this break, first this offer, and we'll cover what the senator said. Know this, that not only when you partner with us that we'll have this offer for you, but know this, we have the green room for you. The green room is special uh, treats and things that we uh, just give just for you, for our partners. We also have specials available for you that's there, and we have like many, many teachings, prophetic teachings to encourage you. We have so many things to say thank you for you standing with us to make a difference in this world is enough for you. Did you know it's our partners that help keep us on the air? We have a gift for you for your partnership of any amount. It's offer 2020. It's entitled The Extra Mile. It's not conditional. There is something about in the American culture that no one wants to be told what to do. Yet, we're told in Romans 12:2 that we're not to conform to this culture that we live in. What does that mean? It means that when Jesus tells us a soldier that ask us to carry his bag a mile, we're supposed to not only go a mile, but go two miles, we'll find out how to deal in, with the contradictions of this culture and understand a culture that says, I will carry your gear if you do this. I will do this if, when the reality is God's not concerned about this world or this kingdom because we have a kingdom that's not of this world. You'll be greatly encouraged when you find out there's another kingdom that we're living for. And we have that for you. It's of any amount so whatsoever. We have an offer for you. It's offer 2020. The title of it is The Extra Mile. Really, it's not conditional. You can partner by going to vfntv.com and click on Partner Now. Or you can mail us at vfn.tv, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number two. TMB 360, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or you can even call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2020. Jesus told us to go the extra mile. It is not conditional. Thank you. God bless.
3: To love one another his Lord is love And His gospel is-
1: vfntv where we're keeping the conversation light follow us online at vfntv.com we'll be right back has the supreme court declared atheism a form of religion this is law and justice with jay Sekulow.
3: i understand the supreme court has declared atheism to be a religion if so, what was that case called, and when
1: was it decided? Well, it was uh, cases decided, actually, in, in the 1960s. It was the prayer and school cases, and they said, you've got to be careful, because, they actually, in, say, atheism, they said, secularism uh, is a form of religion. Atheism could be a form of religion as well. Uh, but having said that, look, uh, when you look at Supreme Court cases, when it comes to the religion clauses, as they're called, it's uh, prayer that is attacked, it is Bible reading, the posting of the Ten Commandments. These are the issues that are getting attacked. You rarely, never, see a case involving a program that is secularist in nature being attacked under the Establishment Clause or atheistic in nature being attacked. The American Center for Law and Justice is dedicated to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. Visit us at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. The word today is affluence. Dan Klatt from Sedona, Arizona, who's a wealth advisor. (laughs) No wonder, Dan, you want me to talk about affluence. You know, money's a wonderful thing, and I always value people like you, Dan, that come into people's lives and help them really maximize the financial benefits that they possibly have. But money, when you really think about it, I feel is only good for two things. And I think people really overestimate what money will do for them. And so therefore, when they get it, they find out it won't do what they think it'll do. Now, I also understand, because I talk about it a lot, people who don't have money never believe what I say. So it's okay, because they always think there's more to it than what there really is. Money does two things for a person. One, it gives you options. People that have money They have options in life. Every day, they can choose between several different options because they have the financial means to do so. People without money have the options reduced. It's a wonderful blessing. It's a wonderful benefit. Secondly, the value of money is the good that you can do with it. It's not the stuff you can do for yourself. I mean, how many cars can you drive? I can only drive one car at a time. Be honest with you, I never could drive two cars at a time. I have a couple cars, but I can't drive both at the same time. Can't eat two meals at a time. You see, the value of money isn't so much what it does for me. It does give me options, but what I can do for other people. You see, I would suggest people of affluence become a river, not a reservoir. God will only give to you what he knows will flow through you,
0: which by the way, if you haven't gone to the VFN Torch light, you need to go to vfn.tv.com, and in the menu it says VFN Torch. There's all types of aspects to be able to just quick information at a moment's notice. Any topic that you can imagine probably is in there, and a biblical perspective. You know what's actually happening, but what does what does the Word of God say about this, including prophetic words of knowledge and wisdom that has been shared. So if you get a chance, go to vfn.tv.com and click on the VFN Torch in the menu there.
1: Welcome back to VFN TV with your host Greg Lancaster. Well,
0: Merry Merry Christmas this Christmas season. We always love to celebrate Christmas with you every single year. Don't forget that you can find that music from new song on the front of VFNTV.com It's the best Christmas ever. Well, I'm so excited. Despite what France is doing our new leadership that you, the American people, voted into office, Senator Chuck Grassley from Iowa, is he from Iowa, yeah, from Iowa. Iowa's already s- saying and demanding what we thought. Well, we mm-hmm. saw David Delighton, you know, we had David Daleiden on the program and he's the one that did the undercover investigative work for, he was the founder of uh, Center for Medical Progress. Right, and they went undercover mm-hmm. and video behind the it's scenes and work. showed, The actual, uh, the baby body parts after the abortion, That Mm -hmm. Federal Express allegedly was taking them and shipping Mm -hmm. them all over the place and they were giving identification shipping numbers to a foot, to a leg, to an eye, to a brain. Baby uh, body parts. Baby body parts and it seems like it just went away. Well thanks to Senator Grassley, he's saying now that they have a new Mm -hmm. leadership, it's just, it's, it's, it's like Langford. It's actually Langford, Senator Langford that he is demanding an investigation. As a matter of fact, let's go there now.
4: Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Charles Grassley is asking the FBI to start a criminal investigation into Planned Parenthood. The committee released a detailed
1: report about Planned Parenthood's possible illegal harvesting and sale of baby body parts. Oklahoma Senator James Langford applauded the recommendation, calling the
4: abortion giant, quote, barbaric. He says it is time to use taxpayer dollars to support
1: women's care without supporting abortion.
0: That's so exciting. So you're looking at that. um, It looked like, you know, David Daleiden's work, and we're going to make that a related to, you can go to vfntv.com, go to the torch and just search for David
2: Daleiden or Planned Parenthood. And we'll make it related too, because we've even even talked about the congressional hearings. You're hearing people talk about uh, Planned Parenthood and what was going on. And it seemed like after it was talked about and broadcasted, that it just, Dive. Move forward. It's, it's like this die. is this is a huge answer to prayer that yeah. they're seeing this and they're saying, okay, let's not just stop. Let's right. continue looking into it and investigating.
0: Yeah, and you know we've been praying, God, end abortion. We have it's if we don't end the killing of our seniors with a, a physician-assisted suicide mm-hmm. and other folks and killing of our children, you know, it's mercy. While we made it through this last yeah. turn that just took place, and God is so merciful, but we need to to begin to just function in the context of that mercy and say, okay. I mean, think about this, if you go to the court and you're being charged with a crime that you committed and you're, you're gonna be sentenced to, to life in prison and you deserve life in prison, but then the judge says, you know what? You deserve life in prison and you did do this, but we're just gonna give you mercy. Mm. And you, what you do is like, thank you, sir, very much, and you walk <laughs> out, but then tried. you live your life differently. Yeah. You don't go out and do what you did that got you in that life sentence. So we have to, it's called repentance. We have to begin to repent. Now think about this. As a church, we have to begin to wake up. And I think about two of God's generals. Two of God's generals that, that nailed it. Both of them were the Lord, Peter Wagner and Steve Hill, but it was this October that Peter Wagner went to be the Lord and they were talking to us mm-hmm. and telling us that other nations are beginning to advance in the church and leaving America behind. We need to wake up. Let's go there now and remember them.
4: Steve Hill here with Peter Wagner, and I uh, just wanted to talk with you about uh, something that's on my heart right now. This is, uh, is going to be short, so what I want you to do is put your, your ears on, okay, and listen, uh, because uh, uh, God's got a plan for every one of our lives. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind, there's uh, no doubt in uh, uh, Peter Wagner's mind that He's got a plan for our lives, uh, but uh, oftentimes he sends messengers to speak to us and uh, we have to pay attention. We have to stop long enough to listen. And so it's good to have you with us in our studio. Uh, Peter Wagner, you just bless my heart. I mean, I, I just touching you blesses my heart because you've written how many books? How many books?
3: Well, who's counting, but I've written 73. <laughs> oh, seven,
4: 73. Okay, 73 to my 12, but I still got some years on me. Okay. You do. So I just
3: want to say that it's an honor for me to be with Steve Hill, a legend in our own time. <laughs> oh, and blessing. so what a blessing it is your, to be here. And your, I hope the people who are listening really have their hearts stirred with what we're going to say.
4: Well, thank you so much, huh? It's um. You get around. You get around us, and there's a lot of there's a lot of subjects we can discuss on. But I'm I'm very limited, and we get calls from all over the world, and pastors want you to do this or do that, and and uh, I go, this is what I'll come do, okay? And uh, I just I, I want to talk about a, a move of God, revival, uh, just for a few minutes. And uh, our nation right now is in terrible shape. Uh, our nation needs. Something besides religion. And religion is hanging around the cross. Uh, Christianity is getting on the cross. Okay, religion is, and and America right now is hanging around the cross. Okay, The, the cross has benefits. Okay, there's great benefits to Christianity. But Jesus got on it. And He talked to His disciples about getting on it. And so uh, revival to me is, is a little bit more, there's a little bit more sacrifice uh, involved in it. What should the message right now be from pastors, from prophets, from evangelists, from, from anyone who's, who's in the ministry or anyone who calls themselves a Christian? What, what should the message be?
3: Well, you and I believe in revival. And I think that one of the keys to revival is Jesus' Great Commission. I mean, he, he so in, in Matthew, Matthew quotes Jesus as saying uh, to preach the gospel to every creature, and he who believes and is saved will be saved and um, who's baptized. And so seeing the numbers of people being saved and baptized and then folded into churches and churches multiplying in a way that they, they multiply so fast. That they change society leads us into Matthew's quote of the Great Commission, where he tells us to make disciples of whole nations. But you're, you're talking radical I mean, stuff. I know okay? it. You, you, What I'm, what I'm saying is that's what it, it bugs, bugs like, me, okay? Well, because
4: how do I, okay? I, I'm, a, I'm an evangelist pastor, okay? You, you're, you're everything, okay? And you get out there and you try to 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 get to get that into somebody's heart,
3: okay, is a whole other ballgame. Yeah, but it can. People can understand and listen and be born again and filled with the Spirit and move out and do that. Well you you know I believe that. Okay. You know I believe that because we
4: you know we have fruit. There's there's fruit that follows. But the the message the, the message today, okay, in America is um uh is is needful. Okay, there's there's a uh, I watch. Okay, we're we're right now in a, a political year. Okay, and every year is a political year. But uh, I look at politicians, and they get up, and the one who has the the, the fiercest voice, the one who, who has the most powerful message, the one who has this this just undying passion, this unction, uh, is the one that seems to. Uh, to to slide into you know the Get the, the, the voters hearts mm-hmm. and so I, i'm looking at christianity and i'm going okay the one who is passionate the one who who is able to at work open their mouths and talk about the things of christ rather than the things of uh, of of the of just the bible or 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 the just Sections or, or portions of the scripture, the whole gospel—that's that's a that's a concern of mine.
3: Absolutely, and based on the cross of Jesus Christ and the blood that He shed, and the and the salvation that He brought, that is what pastors need, and not just ca- taking care of the sheep, but preaching a go- preaching the gospel that will move through their sheep to those who are not saved and touch them with the gospel. And bring them in and continue that process. If we do that, we can see whole cities transformed. Words fitly spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and I want
4: to say to those pastors that are watching, if you don't, don't don't be offended by anything, okay? Because I'm an evangelist and I and, and a pastor and and I've traveled all over the world, okay? And I'll stand in front of a group of people. <coughs> And don't worry about offending somebody, and standing up and saying that that they need to be a little bit stronger with their message. They need to be a little bit more forceful when uh, when they they uh, communicate with other people about the gospel. Because we're not making progress.
3: I have some very strong opinions about that. Yeah, and um, the what we see in america as you've just said steve can be very discouraging i mean i mean we have dropped the ball terribly here in this country in the last century we didn't drop the ball mm-hmm. we hit we 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 the gospel was spreading mm-hmm. there were people who were strong in the lord there were people who were going to church there were people who wanted to see the kingdom of god come now that we've gone into the 21st century we've dropped the ball but now what god has done as he's tossed the ball to some other countries mm-hmm. like China. Okay. I mean, they're uh, just. I mean, China. I used to think until last week that China had the greatest uh, church growth in the in the world. It did have the greatest harvest of souls from 1976 after the Cultural Revolution with the uh, with the rural underground church, the greatest national harvest of souls in all history. Yeah. yeah. And um, I believe there are about 140 million Christians in China now, which would be 10% of the population. Mm-hmm. And I used to think India was second, that India was about there, but not quite there. Last week, I was with some Indian leaders who who told me, even though I insisted, I, I cross-examined them, I I almost told them they were wrong. They wouldn't back down. India is 25%. Christian now. Mm -hmm. That is an amazing, amazing statistic. I'm going to, I want to break
4: in right now and and, and say to this, this should not offend anyone. What is this? This should challenge you. This should challenge me. Okay. Uh, I'm a young man. Okay. And I'm speaking to many. You may say, well, you know, I'm, I'm this Peter. You're, you're up in, I don't know, 70, 80s, whatever, but the bottom line is you just, you got the fire of an 18-year-old, okay, <laughs> and, and the vision, the vision, and you, you see the world laid out like God sees it laid out. He goes, listen, if you don't take this and run with it, if you don't take this pure gospel that I've given you, and it's simple. The gospel is not complicated. If you don't take this and run with it, I'm gonna pass the ball to somebody else. You're gonna give it
3: to somebody else, that's right.
4: I'm gonna give it to somebody else and they'll go run with it.
3: Exactly right. That's what happened, let
4: let me just ask you. We need
3: more people swallowed by whales like Jonah. He was gonna take it from Jonah, but (laughs) Jonah learned his lesson. He learned his lesson and I think revival came out of all (laughs) that. That's right.
4: And so sometimes, uh, and that's a, uh, some people need that by the way. Some people need Saul of Tarsus experiences. Okay, which he needed, he, he was on his way to really uh, uh, hurt some people. Okay, and he needed to have an encounter. Some people need encounters with God that are violent, and other people need like Lydia experiences, just, you know, kind. She was a seller of purple cloth and just became a believer. And, and, and so if God passes the ball to China, it's because China's going, In India, I've, I, India, we go there, and, and my goodness, it just, it's like you go, stop, stop. They want to run to the cross so quick. They, they you know, and, and, and they, they, want, they want to part.
3: We have one lady named Leanna in India. We commissioned her an apostle three years ago. And um, this is with Cheyan's network. And at that time, one of the reasons we commissioned her, because she was outstanding. She had planted 3,000 churches in North India. Uh-huh. Last week, Cheyan told those of us who are on his board, she has now planted five thousand. I mean, two thousand churches in in two or three years by a woman apostle. We need a few of those here in America.
4: I lived. You know, you 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 speak Spanish. I speak Spanish. Oh, you lived in it. Was it Bolivia? Bolivia? Bolivia, and we lived in Argentina for years. And same thing. We, we would give an altar call. Someone would come forward, get saved. Next news, you know, they've planted three churches. Blink your eyes. They've planted ten. Blink your eyes. And some North, some North Americans down the road can't get anything off the road, the ground. Exactly And, and I'm going, something's wrong. Something's wrong with the picture. Let me just ask a couple more things and, uh, thank you so much for tuning in and just listening and letting God, God speak to you because there's a great revival coming. A great move of God coming. Tell, tell Jesus you, you want to be a part of it. Okay, would you do that? Tell Him today that you want to be a part of it, that you don't want to be left behind, okay? I don't want to be left behind. Okay, we, we talked about the, you, the the message. How, how about the the the, uh, the motive, okay? Because we have so many people entering the ministry. I talked to a young person the other day. I said, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going into the ministry. and And I said, define that. Okay, define that to me. What, what you're going into the ministry. How old are you? He said, I'm 23. And I said, oh, you're going into the ministry. Okay, nowadays, okay, you can go into the ministry and uh, there's salary packages. Okay, a salary package, you know, is not something where a bunch of lettuce come, you know, this is, we're we're talking about a salary package where, you know, do I get a car, do I get a house, you know, how much do I get a year, this is what, you know, are you going to pay me for, you know, uh, and don't be offended again, are you going to pay me for playing my instrument or all this, and, uh, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that's not wrong. It is wrong if you got people playing instruments that are heathen, okay, but this, this, mo- this, this motive, I know why I entered because I wanted everyone to have what I have.
3: See, that's the difference. <clears throat> many, <clears throat> many people go into the motive with with um, for self. Their, mm-hmm. their, their focus is on their self, and you just described that very well. And there are too many people in the ministry who are in the ministry for what I can get out of it. Even, even to get blessing out of it, who's the blessing for? The blessing is for me. What you describe, Steve, is what I also believe. I believe that the motive for going into ministry is to allow the Spirit of God to use me to reach others, to help others fulfill the destiny that God has for their lives.
4: And from that, let me let me just uh, just. Uh, tag tag on to that. This is so important. This is this is not all just a love feast, okay. When you uh, when you uh, get into the ministry, okay, you're going to get hurt. Jesus, you, you're gonna you're gonna have Judas's. okay. Uh, we've we've all had Judases. People that turn on you. People that 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 you 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 pour into. And so you may have this motive when you first start that I'm gonna you know. Ah, the ministry, and you get in there, and things go great for a few years. But all those who live godly in Christ Jesus, are going to suffer some persecution. I mean if you live godly in Christ Jesus, okay? If you're not suffering persecution, you're probably not living godly in Christ Jesus. That means if you're not going through some type of struggles, there's a good chance you're soft, Okay. There's got to be some type of passion. There's got to be something there, and so the 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 motive. When 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 I first got in the ministry, one of the first one of the first persons, uh, one of the first persons I ministered to, killed themselves, mm. and um, and I was I was just in shock because I thought everyone was just going to be like me. They were because I was radically saved out of drug addiction and alcoholism. I thought I was going to be radically saved, and instead uh, I, I was sharing the Gospel with people that, that didn't, th- didn't have the same uh, background and didn't have the same desires. Okay, last question. What one thing or two things is keeping you going right now uh, in, in, in this, this global outreach? Okay, and I personally believe that we're at the end of time, okay? I believe, I believe the sand is at the bottom of the hourglass, okay? What, what keeps you going?
3: What keeps me going is what uh, I believe that God brought me into when I first got saved, the day I got saved. And um, the, the day I got saved, uh, I was like the Apostle Paul. I got saved and I got called to the nations the same night. And uh, so I've, my calling is to help fulfill the Great Commission. And um, that's what keeps me going. The Great Commission is not fulfilled yet. And until the Great Commission is fulfilled, I am going to keep going. I'm only 81, but the Bible says in Genesis 6-3, uh, that we're supposed to live, be 120. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. Mm-hmm. I want to keep going. I want to do whatever part God gives me to fulfill the Great Commission until I'm 120 or die trying.
4: So what you've done is the
3: uh, the
4: the seed that was planted in you, as a, you said the the you know Paul the Saul of Tarsus conversion the conversion. I had the same type of conversion. That same type of seed was planted in me. Okay, and years later, decades later. I mean, during the Brownsville revival and all, during the Argentine revival, during all these revivals, and, and we pastor in in Dallas now. Same thing at the church. It's they say, people come up and say, "You haven't changed. You haven't changed." It's because that seed, that seed, if it's an apple seed, that's going to produce an apple okay and and steve hill and i can see peter wagner is not going to get out there and in midstream midstream go you know something that's been good Uh, no (laughs) it's been good but there's a whole different there's a whole different avenue and there's a whole different teaching that's coming down the pike and uh uh, Mm -hmm. i want to be a part of that i want to thank you
3: thank you steve
4: for uh, for coming and being with us and uh, and and uh, being a, being a challenge to uh, to to many generations. Okay, you, you, you cross over all these generations, which is really beautiful. And uh, uh, my generation, uh, I haven't given up on. Okay, but uh, the, my generation, uh, I'm pouring. Uh, I I, ha- I have such a uh, such a such a belief that there's a generation that's, that's rising right now that, that, that ha, are going to have that passion to see this world change for the right, glory of right. Christ.
3: Thank Amen. you, brother. Bless you. I love you. Thank you. Thank I you love you too. Us. Thank you.
0: That's two of God's generals that have gone to be with the Lord. You know, when I read Mm. God's generals, the first time I read it, I thought, it just stopped. Lord, what what do we do from here? And he's like, well, it's our generation that needs Mm. to carry the baton. I want to pray for you right now. Maybe you're one of God's generals, too. Father God, we love you. We thank you for this opportunity to come. We thank you for these two men and this senator that stood up and is standing up for righteousness, Lord God. We thank you for David Delighton and the investigation that took place. And we thank you for our viewers, God, that partner with us. God, bless them, encourage them this Christmas, Father God. Lord, we pray, even right now, Lord God, that you would end abortion, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Don't forget, you can follow us online at vfntv.com. God bless.
2: We wanna give special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit vfntv.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information phone numbers, web addresses, emails, call them today.
0: I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you've joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. The VFN Torch takes VFN Radio to the next level. Listen, you can't show pictures and you can't play videos when you're listening to the radio, but we have it available for you. Take it to the next level. Linking resources. As a matter of fact, when you hear about one particular article or segment that's going on a VFN Radio, there might be four or five other Segments that we did over that quarter or several months that you can tie together. Why? It's available for you. It's called the VFN Torch, just like the torch that Gideon carried. The VFN Torch. Go to VFNTV.com and click on VFN Torch.